Welcome everybody to SurviveAndProtectOnline.com. This is the website where you can take online video courses and you can also learn personal protection, urban survival, and everything in between. Starting in January 2021, Survive and Protect will begin its Survive and Protect Academy. To become a student of the Survive and Protect Academy, all you need to do is go to SurviveAndProtectOnline.com, click on the Attend S&P Academy button, and scroll down the page till you see a set of instructions that will show you how to become a student of the Survive and Protect Academy. In the Survive and Protect Academy, you will get exclusive content that will not be on any of Survive and Protect's social media platforms. So be sure to join us today by going to SurviveAndProtectOnline.com and come down to the bottom of the page, enter your email address, and click the subscribe button. So before we go, always remember to be aware, wash the hands, and have a plan. We'll see you soon. everybody what's going on what's going on hello 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 what's up what's popping peace shalom hotep kenya nigeria cameroon senegal egypt libya what's up you're rocking with the best of the week podcast what's going on everybody glad to be doing another podcast for y'all i am chilling in my mobile studio (laughs) the mobile studio as you some of you guys can see those who are watching i am in the mobile studio i decided to come here come over here right quick and i'll do the show like this automatic lighting based on my movements what's going on everybody glad to uh come back in how's everybody doing once again you rocking with the best thoughts of the week podcast and uh this is podcast 66 all right podcast 66 i ain't too fond of those two numbers there but nonetheless 66 podcast in and um, today I want to share a few things with you. One is an article uh, right before coming on. I just uh, came across this article. Might be able to help some people. And then the next thing here, I got my notes. May took a few notes on um, a particular video I was looking at. I think yesterday or last night sometime. A couple of videos. And um, I'm going to try to get through with these today. I took some notes. Um, These will be kind of geared towards anybody wanting to be an entrepreneur. Those who are entrepreneurs, those who are kind of starting as entrepreneurs. Um, We're going to talk about some interesting things. Like I said, I I jotted down some notes, some takeaways I got from a couple of videos. And I just want to share with y'all because... Also, I'm going to take away something from it as well, and I figured I want to share it with you guys too as well. So again, um, no coronavirus videos today or no coronavirus podcast. Um, Maybe we'll get into some more later down the road because there is some information that's coming across about some other stuff. Some things people have probably already heard of and kind of making a connection with coronavirus in this information. All right, but that's going to be another podcast maybe if I even if I don't even do a podcast I might just do another video on it down the road. But um that's neither here or there we're not going to even focus on that right now. And so let's get into this 
article, man. Let's just get right into it. All right. Here's an article here called uh, Nine Wa Nine Creative Ways to Pay Rent When the Bank Account is Near Zero. All right. Based on when I'm scrolling up here, I might minimize my face. But we're going to take a look at this real quick. All right. Let me see. Let me just start reading this part of it anyway. When you think you're out of money, you generally you generally assume you can't spend anymore. Your instinct is to turn super frugal. I'm going to read that again. When you think you're out of money, you generally assume you can't spend anymore. Your instinct is to turn super frugal. Cut every non-necessity and maybe even skip a bill or two. All right. Um, when you think you can't even make rent, the situation can seem pretty dire. All right. But it doesn't have to be instead of figuring out what you have to forego this month when money is tight find ways to make the money you need alright I'm going to read that one I'm going to say that one again but it doesn't have to be that way instead of figuring out what you have to forego this month when money is tight find ways to make the money you need alright that doesn't have to mean a second job or getting into debt there are tons of small, simple ways to put extra cash in your bank account so you don't feel that panic at the first of the month. All right. Not all of these tactics will put money in your pocket right away, but we'll note the ones that will. All right. And I'm sharing this article from the uh, the Penny Hoarder. All right. This is from the Penny Hoarder. I kind of want to um, let me see something here. Let me see if I can make some adjustments. So I don't have to be bending over to read stuff here. Let me see if I can change some things up. Be up close and personal with you. Alright. Be up close and personal. Let me see if I can fix this thing up here. And hopefully it'll stay. Alright. Yeah, this is pretty cool right here. That's what's so cool about a mobile studio. You can take your you can go live on camera. <laughs> Or recorded either one, and you just get the right uh, inexpensive equipment like this phone, this cell phone holder that you can buy for between five and ten dollars, and then you can just throw your phone up there, and then you just find somewhere to stick it up at, and you can be anywhere and go live. All right, so let's check it out. All right, so the first one is let this organization pay it for you. Let me go on and minimize my uh, face real fast here so you guys can see everything. That might be good enough right there. Get up in the corner. All right, so let this organization pay it for you. If you can't, if you can't pay your rent because of unforeseen circumstances, look into applying for a grant. Take, for example, Modest Needs Grant or Modest Needs Grants, which are designed for workers just above the poverty line who are ineligible for most other forms of social assistance. It provides small grants to deserving, self-sufficient individuals who are usually capable of paying rent and other expenses but can't cover expenses for the month because of surprise costs such as medical emergencies, a death in the family, loss of a job, or a large utility bill. Modest Needs accepts applications from anyone in need with a priority for people living alone, public school teachers, and first responders. Alright? Y'all take advantage of that. Alright? Second one. Earn up to $225 to watch cooking videos online. <laughs> okay. All right. If we um, if we told you that you could get paid to watch videos on your computer, you'll probably laugh. It's too good to be true, right? But we're serious. A website called Inbox Dollars. 
All right, you guys keep that, write that down or whatever when you check out this video. A website called Inbox Dollars will pay you to watch short video clips online. One minute you might watch someone bake brownies and the next you might get the latest updates on Kardashian drama. All you have to do is choose which videos you want to watch and answer a few quick questions about them afterwards. Brands pay inbox dollars to get these videos in front of viewers and it passes a cut on to you. Inbox dollars won't cover your full rent, but it's possible to earn up to $225 a month watching these videos. All right. Unlike others, unlike other sites, inbox dollars pays you in cash. Okay, no points or gift cards. They pay you in cash. Inbox dollars pays you in cash. No points or gift cards. So you can put the money directly toward rent. It's already paid. It's users more than $56 million. It's already paid its users more than $56 million. It takes about one minute to sign up and you immediately earn a $5 bonus to get you started. All right. Y'all look into that. That's called um, inbox dollars. Okay. Number three out of the nine is ask this website to help you pay your credit card bill this month. If you're struggling to pay rent, we bet your credit card balance isn't looking so hot either. So we found a company that'll help you take care of it. No, like the whole bill could be paid by the end of this month. Your credit card company is ripping you off with insane rates and it's getting rich off of you. But there are other nicer companies that'll help you out, including a website like Fiona. All right. So you guys, um, I'm not going to click on these highlighted uh, websites but be sure that you go look these things up if you're watching this on video if you're watching this podcast by video just go back and look at the video again and um, you can even go to for anybody listening or watching just go to the penny hoarder and the title of this article is called nine creative ways to pay rent when the bank account is near zero all right just go to Penny Hoarder. I guess it's Penny Hoarder. ThePennyHoarder.com. ThePennyHoarder.com. And then type in, or you can go on your Google search and type in nine creative ways to pay rent when the bank account is near zero, and then put the Penny Hoarder after that, and this article should pop up. All right, so let's get back to number three here. And it says, if you're struggling to pay rent, we... Um, we bet your credit card balance isn't looking so hot either. So we found a company that'll help you take care of it. No, like the whole bill could be paid by the end of the month. All right. Your credit card company is ripping you off with the insane rates. A lot of people know that. They realize that. And it's getting rich off of you. But there are other nicer companies that'll help you out, including a website like Fiona. All right. Here's how it works. Fiona will loan you up to $100,000 so that you can cover your credit card tab. Use that loan to pay off your debt. Then make monthly payments to repay the loan. It could lower your monthly payments and help you pay off that debt a lot faster. Plus, no credit card payment this month means money freed up for rent. All right. So this article is all about how you can pay your rent, but you can also see how you can use some of these um, these tips or sites to where you can actually make some money. All right, Fiona won't make you stand in line or call or call a bank, and if you're worried, you won't qualify. It's free to check online. It takes just two minutes, and it could save you thousands of dollars. Totally worth it. All right. Next one, number four says cancel your car insurance. All right. When you're trying to pay rent, cutting expenses is one of the most impactful things you can do. It might feel like you've already cut every enjoyable thing out of your budget. But the truth is, one of the simplest expenses you can cut 
is car insurance. If you really want to get the best price on car insurance, experts say you should be shopping twice a year. Okay, we can hear you laughing from here. Who has the time to do all that? But seriously, insurance companies take a lot of factors into consideration and they change all the time. Uh, ipso facto, you're paying too much. <laughs> Thankfully, a free website called The Zebra will do the shopping for you in just two minutes. All right, so take a look at The Zebra or type that in your Google search. All you have to do is enter basic information about your car and driving history. Then the Zebra compares prices from more than 100 companies to find you the best price. The Zebra saves, says it saves its users up to $670 a year. If you find a policy you like, you can sign up online instantly. So who's laughing now? <laughs> all right so y'all check that out take advantage of the zebra all right number five number five number five is get paid to take a poll all right get paid to take a poll what did you think of the new spider-man movie is it a, is a hot dog a sandwich who's your favorite real housewife the research company my points is called my points has people over $236 million to answer has paid people. I skipped that. The research company My Points has paid people over $236 million to answer poll questions like the ones I just read over the past 23 years. And they're currently recruiting new panelists. You can do it right on your phone and you'll even earn a $5 bonus when you sign up and complete your first five polls. All right. So again, that is my points. All right, number six is ask for help. All right, if you're really exhausted, if you've really exhausted your options, try calling a local resource line for help. Seriously, there's no shame in it. Start with two one one, a confidential service offered through United Way that'll help you find the resources you need to find affordable housing make rent or pay utilities it's there for people like you all right to use the service head to 211.org and enter your location it'll show you services in your community and give you a number to call it's a clearinghouse for help with food housing utilities and employment all right if you never asked for help before that means you don't know what kind of help is out there. All right, so take advantage of that. That's 211.org. All right, so now we're up to number seven. Get free checks in the mail when you stock up online. All right. Do you, this says, do you do some of your grocery shopping online? It's convenient, right? You can order all your pantry items and paper goods and have them delivered to your door. Skip all those middle aisles when you're actually at the store and what's better. If you do your grocery shopping online, you could get free checks in the mail. Thanks to a website called Rakuten. That's how I'm going to pronounce it. Rakuten is spelled R-A-K-U-T-E-N. All right, that's a website. Now, I'm going to say this before um, I go any further. Now, I haven't clicked on any of these. Um, for those who's watching the podcast, even with those who's listening, it's giving little uh, links to somebody to all these sites, but I haven't clicked on them. So I don't know if the sites are still active or not. So you're just going to have to do your own personal searches, research, you know, once you hear this um, podcast. All right. But just look them up. They might still be in existence, and you might be able to get some uh, things going for yourself, all right? So it says, nope, no blank checks. We're talking actual checks you can cash. In fact, Denver resident Colleen Rice shops for everything through Rakuten and has earned more than $526.44. 
Here's how it works. Before you stock up online, create a Rakuten account. Once you're in, it takes less than 60 seconds. You'll find thousands of stores Rakuten has partnered with to get you cash or checks back. When we checked, we found deals at Amazon, Safeway, Sam's Club, Boxed, and Walmart. These stores pay Rakuten a referral fee, and Rakuten passes some of that along to you guys. All right. Plus, if you use Rakuten within the first 90 days of signing up, it'll give you an extra $10. Okay. So that's Rakuten. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Look it up. All right. Number eight, get paid to lose weight. All right. Get paid to lose weight. Bottom line, a company called Healthy Wage will literally pay you for losing weight. Not only are you getting more healthy, you're also making some money. How's that for motivation? <laughs> All right. Here's how it works. Number one, you sign up for Healthy Wage. I guess that's the website. Define a goal weight and the amount of time you'll give yourself to achieve it. Place a bet on yourself ranging from $20 to $500 a month. Depending on how much you have, you have to lose, how long you give yourself to do it, and how much money you put on the table, you could win up to $10,000. right. Wondering if it can really work, we talked to one woman, Teresa Suarez, who lost 68 pounds and made over $2,400, all right? So your guys look into that. And lastly, number nine, get free scratch-off tickets, all right? Get free scratch-off tickets. Free scratch-off tickets, okay? The odds don't usually make playing the lottery worth your limited funds, but what if you could get the tickets for free? Instead of a convenience store shop, try scratching for free using an app called Lucktastic. Lucktastic, okay? L-U-C-K-T-A-S-T-I-C. Lucktastic. All one word. So that's I guess that's an app called Lucktastic. Each day it releases a new assortment of digital scratch-off tickets. Lucktastic says instant wins range from $1 to $10,000 in cash or gift cards to popular retailers. All right. The app is supported by advertising, which allows it to keep the payouts high and the games free. For more info, check out Lucktastic here. And I guess it gives you that little click on and I guess it'll bring you to an app. Wouldn't you like to make make your friends jealous by telling them the lottery paid you rent paid your rent? All right. So there you go. Those are nine ways, nine creative ways to pay rent when the bank account is near zero. All right. So I hope you guys um, will get something out of that. I might look into some of that stuff myself, and a lot of it I might just look at just to see if these websites still exist in the app, just to see how it is. And um, again, we don't know. I don't know all the particulars to the detail, but I just read you this article so you guys can get started on your getting your money, getting your money back up. All right. Getting your cash stacked. OK, so with that being said, let's go into now. I want to talk about a um, I don't know if it's a documentary or. Or what, or a TV show? I think it might have came from. I seen it on YouTube, but I think it came from one of the public channels. And um, the name of this show or documentary, if you will, is called Amazon Empire: The Rise and Reign of Jeff Bezos. All right. Amazon Empire, the rise and reign of Jeff Bezos. Now, I was looking at some videos yesterday, and I started coming across some videos that I said, you know what, I probably need to look at these. These, not not necessarily, well, Jeff, this Jeff Bezos video was one of them, but I just said in general, maybe I need to start looking at some um, videos in relation to that. All right? And so... 
I seen that title. I seen it said Amazon Empire, the rise and reign of Jeff Bezos, and I started looking at it. And when I was looking at it, there was some things being said. I said, let me jot these down. This could be uh, beneficial not only for myself but for anybody who thinking about entrepreneurship or who already is in entrepreneurship. And uh, let me see here. What else? Let me see. And I just figured that it would um, be something to think about, something to look at, or something to refresh yourself with from the notes I took. All right. So let me just uh, get out of this article real fast, real quick here. Let me just pull that up. And yeah, that was. Let me get out of that. Let me see if I can delete it. Yeah, you guys have already seen that on the podcast. So what I'm going to do is hopefully I'll be able to speak these words in so you guys can see it on the screen at least. Deleted memos are moved to the trash and permanently deleted before then you can restore any memos. Okay, because it'll keep asking me that. All right, let me see. Okay, there's a microphone there. All right, cool. So... Here's some takeaways I came out, came with some notes I jotted down from this particular show documentary. First of all, um, I guess originally Amazon was called or was going to be called Relentless. I thought it was some, I thought it was another name they was also going to call it, or Jeff Bezos was going to call Amazon before Amazon. But apparently, Relentless was one of the names. I guess they might have had several names. So, and the meaning behind Relentless was we move, we keep moving no matter what. All right. So there was a guy that was, it was several executive or former executives from the early stages of uh, Amazon that some guy was interviewing. And the meaning of Relentless to them or roughly was that we continue to move on no matter what no matter what happens and I thought that was pretty interesting okay having that as far as having that as a mindset all right to just continue moving and that's that's something for for anybody whether you start a business or you just got things going on in your life you need to have that particular mindset all right so let me put that in real quick relentless doesn't want to speak it all right let me type it in relentless okay relentless so that was one of the names that amazon that jeff was going to call amazon before amazon relentless i don't know if some of you guys actually seen that particular documentaries again it's called amazon empire the rise and reign of jeff bezos okay and like i said i took some notes or some takeaways some things i just you know kind of caught my ear and i thought oh it's pretty interesting okay and I just thought I'd share that with y'all. Okay, so one of the things was relentless, and they were saying relentless meant to that we move that we move on no matter what. So their mindset was no matter how things go or what things you know how things go down, we're gonna keep on moving in this business. So that was kind of Jeff Bezos's mindset, having you know a relentless mind. All right, but eventually he turned it, you know, changed it into um, Amazon. Okay, so the next thing. And that's just, I wanted to set the stage with that, just having a relentless mindset. It doesn't have to be entrepreneurship, but I am talking about that. But it also can be in your personal life. You know, keep moving no matter what, no matter what circumstances come, in your, come your way, no matter how people have treated you in the past, um, no matter if people set you back on certain things in life, still continue to have that relentless mindset. All right. So the next thing that um that came up, let me go to the, let me see, let me do this real quick. What's going on, Jermaine? Haven't heard from you in a minute. What's going on? So, uh, yeah, relentless. That's number one. Let's go to number two. How are you? All right. So number two was, um. Let me see here what I got. 
when uh, Jeff sets his mind. So they was asking the, uh, one of the former executives, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Doing well. Very good. Very good. Glad to hear that. Most definitely glad to hear that. Glad to hear that. Where you at? You in you in Jamaica or something? I seen some pictures of you a while, several about a month or so ago, maybe a few months back. I was looking at some pictures of I guess you and you had your mom. And um looked like you was in Jamaica or something. <laughs> so I was like, oh, she done left New York. She done left the Bronx and went back to the islands. <laughs> So number two, back and forth. Okay, okay, okay. All right. That's what's up. That's what's up. So um, number two, let me put that in here. Oh, it says when Jeff, uh, he was asking some guy, one of the former execs, about um, the relentless thing, the relentless mindset. So... He said, did that reflect kind of Jeff's personality? And the guy was saying, well, if he said the way Jeff thinks or kind of how he moves, when he sets his mind on a goal that he thinks he can achieve, he won't he either he, he either won't stop until he's proven wrong that he can't set that goal or until he actually achieves the goal. So I thought that was really interesting when he said that. So he said he sets his mind on a goal that he thinks that he thinks he can achieve. And the way the guy said it, he said it kind of trying to be smart, like a smart ass <laughs> a little bit. So he was like, yeah, if he can, um, if he, if he sets his mind on a goal that he thinks he can achieve, he, he, he won't stop until he's proven wrong or until he achieves the goal. All right. So, and I thought, I thought that was, you know, that was something that hit me, that caught my ear. And I said, let me write that down. That's a good mindset to have. All right. That's a good mindset to have of any goal you set out to achieve. All right. When you think you can achieve something, you're going to, you just don't stop at it until you're proven wrong that you can't get that goal accomplished or until you accomplish the goal. That's simple. It's pretty straightforward. Another thing was he was um he was giving um Jeff Bezos himself because he was part of the documentary as well. Um, he was given a quote by um, I don't know if it was Benjamin Franklin. I forgot what the quote was, but what he said after that, I guess to kind of paraphrase what the, the quote was saying, or to just kind of make it clear, was that um the ideas ideas are easy. So he was saying you know coming up with ideas is easy is the easy part execution is everything and that was another thing that hit me because i've heard that on several occasions from a few billionaires i've seen videos and seen um quotes i think uh dan pena i think dan pena was one of them it was several of them the one that comes to mind was dan pena because he's like he's just like a straight up in your face type of old dude <laughs> so dan pena was kind of one of them um and of course, now I see this Jeff Bezos was saying the same thing. And so that was another thing, another takeaway that I took. And that's something I was thinking of myself. And I also always remembered hearing ideas make millionaires, but ideas aren't anything unless you take action on it. So, and I like to say sometimes ideas are billionaires. Idea, no, ideas make billionaires. All right. That's something I kind of put a flip on some of the stuff I heard other people say ideas make billionaires but you got to take action on those ideas all right so that was another takeaway that um kind of struck me real quick let me see here what else here and then they were talking about how he was saying how you know they made a thing where customer service was up there was a big um you know a big plus or a big thing for Jeff and for him to pass it on to um to, to his staff okay the customer experience the customer comes first and it was kind of interesting which was something to make a um to bring up a mindset was that when they were sitting when they were sitting meetings they have all the staff the main staff there 
and they'll always leave one chair empty. And that chair, the empty chair just represented the customer. So whenever, whenever they would go over whatever they would go over, ideas or, or brainstorm things, it made everybody think in terms of the customer. Keep the customer in mind. And I thought that was, that was uh, a visual thing that was real interesting. I thought that was real cool. I thought that was real, you know, real and real creative to do something like that. Like, hey, we got to keep the customer in mind. Although I wonder sometimes if they really keep the customer in mind because there was a lot of other things, which I won't get into that because, like I said, I just took some takeaways that I thought would be something positive for people wanting to be entrepreneurs, people who are, people who are just kind of starting their journey as entrepreneurs and they might might want to grasp on some of these concepts and mindsets. So that was one of the things that I was real interesting that I seen was the fact that they had that empty seat representing the customer. So when they would have their meetings, they would definitely discuss things with the customer, that empty chair in mind. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, another thing was something I've said before and something things I've heard in the past um, is uh, he he always experimented, he always had the mindset of experimenting new techniques and new technologies to boost productivity. All right, so they were always experimenting with different things, and what they were seeing or what they were showing was um, one of the, some company had came up with some type of. You guys know about the robot, the vacuum that you that that's in a circle that kind of goes, and you can program it to start a certain day or a certain time and the vacuum for how long or whatever then it goes back to its uh, recharging station well apparently there was a company I forget the name of it that created these these uh, something similar to those but it was a larger larger a little bit larger than the vacuums the Roombas and the iBot vacuums and it was in a square shape instead of a circle and um, Jeff Bezos decided to purchased the whole entire company i guess he, i guess that means he took the whole company over because when he came across this company that they was making these robots there was a per there was the perfect um thing because i guess they were always looking into new ways like he said they experimented with new techniques and new technologies to boost their productivity so one of those technologies was this square little thing you can program and it would move a whole stack of whatever it was, um, books, uh, cameras, any type of items that was on a big shelf kind of uh, positioned and, and shaped the same way so it can fit on top of this thing and it would program and move. I guess you could program it if you needed to get a certain item out that somebody made a purchase on, it would come out and you could take that thing off and then it'll go back into its particular aisle where it came from. That way people didn't have to kind of walk across different aisles and pick things out and stuff like that so it kind of sorted itself in position in a nice little row so I thought that was pretty cool the comment that the the um, invention of that was cool but also the mindset of having an experimental mind and that was something like I said that um, also hit me as well also in terms of even you guys who might consider or want to put more things out on social media you can always experiment with different tactics and different processes like putting pictures out putting pictures with comments on it and just see what the results are you know how many views you get how many eyes you get how many people comment on and and you should have that type of mindset sometimes you end up coming and discovering things because of you experimenting on things all right so that was another thing I, that I thought was pretty cool as far as having that type of mindset all right so that was pretty much it man those were the things that i wrote down that really sparked my mind and and, and caught my ear when um i was looking at this documentary i just say it's a documentary so again real quick the, it's called the documentary is called amazon empire the rise and reign of jeff bezos all right amazon empire the rise and reign of jeff Bezos. Let me write this stuff down real quick so you guys can see it, although you heard me say it. Let me get this out the way. 
Number two was, uh, let me see if this thing will, would it let me speak it again? Let me try it again here. Oh, come on. Oh, okay, I guess it won't let me do it because I'm on live. Okay. That's no problem. So I'm going to write this down. When Jeff sets his mind, sets his, sets his mind on a goal on a goal he thinks he can achieve um, he won't stop oh, put that there he won't stop until he he won't stop until he's proven he's proven wrong just so you guys can get a visual of it so he's proven wrong or until he achieves his goal I'm gonna add that in there or until he achieves Until he achieves his goal. So I thought that was a pretty cool comment to have or mindset to have. Number three. Uh, what was number three? Ideas are easy, are the easy part. Ideas are the easy part. Execution is everything. So you guys can have a lot of ideas, but the problem with execution is everything. The problem with a lot of folks is that they'll have an idea, but then they'll start second guessing the idea before they even try it, right? They'll start second guessing. They have an idea and it sounds pretty good. Just go on and try it. Every time you have an idea about something, try to make that idea happen. All right, and the worst that can happen is if you'll see the ideas is garbage, or you might find out that you got something. All right, it's that simple. Okay, now the fourth one I'm gonna type that in for you guys is the customer experience, and like I said, I explained that. All right, the customer experience. And then he said the customer comes first. I know that sounds so cliche with a lot of people because it could sound like a bunch of BS. <laughs> so you got to be for real with that. And I guess in the early stages, he probably had that in mind. But like I said, if you watch more, you continue watching the rest of it, you'll start going, uh-oh, there's some little shaky stuff going on too. But like I said, it was this was some of the good takeaways that I found pretty cool. That you know, entrepreneurs can uh, take that to heart. Oh, okay. It was one. It was the other thing as part of what I'm getting ready to type down. So I'll add that here in a minute. Let me see. Let's go with number five real quick. And that was he experimented. All right, he experimented with new technologies. What in the world is this? Technologies. There you go. He experimented with new technologies. I should have said techniques. Let's do that right. Techniques. And new technologies. He experimented with new techniques and new technologies to boost productivity. All right, boost productivity. There we go. Now, it was one thing I had left out earlier. 
so as part of this number five, he experimented with new technologies, with new techniques and new technologies to boost productivity. He said the willingness to experiment is the key to being able to do new things. So I'm going to add that in there. That was very uh, key as well. All right. Come on, man. What's going on? What's really going on? There you go. The willingness. I thought that was kind of profound a little bit. The willingness to experiment. So the willingness to experiment with things. You got to experiment with things. Test things out. All right. The willingness to experiment is the key to being able to being able to do new things. To do new things. All right. All right, and so that's that's part of that that I thought was interesting. So let's go over it real quick now that I wrote it all down. I was supposed to be writing it down as I was talking. All right, number one was relentless, and you guys who are just catching the podcast now, just go back and you see what I'm talking about. Number two was when Jeff sets, sets his mind on... I left something out in there. Sets his mind on a goal he thinks he can achieve. He won't stop until he's proven wrong or until he achieves his goal. All right. The number three thing that I take away I got out of that video was ideas are easy. Are the easy part, but execution is everything. So, again, you have an idea about something. Execute, take action on it and make that idea a reality and just see how it goes stop contemplating that's what's stopping a lot of people from even doing a podcast because you have an idea you the, you, the idea might just to be you want to start a podcast and then you get into this thing well i don't know what i want to talk about and i don't know this and i don't know that well then when you start having those thoughts start looking stuff up to kind of spark some ideas, buy a book if you need to, go um, get a course, take a course if you need to, to kind of start, get some ideas going, try to look up some videos, try to look up some articles, to kind of get your brain going on what you should talk about. Sometimes just think about it. If you have the thought like you don't know what you want to talk about, start... um. Gauge in your own mind. Sit back and you know, sit somewhere quiet and just think. What I, what would I, what do I want to talk about? What would I want to talk about? All right. Then, if, then you start getting the mindset of having, well, what can I use? And I gotta get all this expensive equipment. Equipment, but what I'm doing right now, you guys are looking at it. It's no, it's no expensive equipment per se, because everybody has to nowadays, I guess, get a phone. So what I'm doing my podcast on right now, and I use different things. I just don't use this. I use a, a bunch of stuff. But you already have a phone in your hand. All you got to do is get one of these free apps. Like I, I told you about this app that I'm using now in, in some previous videos. Just look down my page and you'll you'll find it somewhere. Um, so every now and then I'll do something like this. I put turn on the app, go to Facebook, or I use another app that I use and I, that I use for YouTube. I'll go on YouTube, or I take a camera I already have, or the phone camera that you already have, and just do your podcast recording yourself. You can always edit stuff out if you don't want to do it live. You can edit things out of what you're saying. You can get a free video um, editing app, and you can edit your videos right on the spot. You have, your most phones have the um, like the audio recording app, if you don't want to do video, you can always just grab your phone and speak into the phone, and that's your podcast. And then you can just upload that that particular audio. You can use a video editing app and put that audio on there and just put some words on the screen every now and then or throw some pictures up. That's your podcast. Then, and see, I'm actually giving y'all tips on 
that's stuff that's some of the stuff that's in my course and my book of the same course then you could take that audio or that video that you made turn that video into audio and then you can start uploading it to um audio platforms podcast platforms then you got a podcast show that's simple so you need to start the whole point of saying that is to start executing your ideas all right don't sit on in and get stuck once you have an idea about something then you start debating and contemplating and wondering if it's going to work and didn't even try to do it yet all right so that was that again just recapping number four the customer experience i just thought out of, out of all of that that i thought was cool when they had their meetings they had an empty chair they had all the staff there the high up staff the manager staff and whatever they were discussing in the meeting they always left an empty chair which meant that whatever they were discussing that empty chair represented the customer and they had to keep the customer in mind in whatever decisions they were making, whatever ideas or brainstorming they were doing, they had to keep that customer in mind. So I thought that was cool. And then, then lastly, um, it says that uh, Jeff Bezos experimented with new techniques, tried out, again, that's trying out different things, those techniques of doing this, techniques of um, making it easier for the employees to find stuff. And they'll talk about that too. Some of that stuff was kind of, <laughs> kind of shady down the road like i said there was some shady stuff about uh amazon but there was some cool takeaways that i thought was would help some people out and that's the stuff i grabbed just the um the good stuff out of that but it was the other stuff was interesting though but anyway he experimented with new techniques new technologies to boost the productivity of the company all right and then he said the willingness to ex experiment is the key to being able to do new things you you got to be willing to try out different stuff again i bring up like just simply people want to post more stuff and on um social media facebook instagram twitter linkedin whatever having the willingness to try things that even though you might feel like oh somebody ain't gonna like that when i post it up or i'm not gonna get too many views so what experiment if it's a picture with a quote put that picture in quota you might find it a lot of people like it and you might find it people might just look at it but never comment on it you can't let that be the thing that stops you but being able to or willing to experiment is the key to being able to do new stuff all right and to keep moving on to new things and building on top of stuff so i thought that was just a cool takeaway from those and man so i hope this helped you out personally and as entrepreneurs and so lastly there's another video um an alux video but it wasn't the i think they were talking about i can't remember what it was they were talking about but at the very end for those who watch who um, look at alux videos from time to time at the very end they give like a bonus and the bonus was something that i started jotting the notes down on all right it's um i think it kind of titled it's not the business it's the entrepreneur it's not the business, it's the entrepreneur. And it was saying the right entrepreneur can make any business successful. And so then he gave like five five different things to kind of build on or develop yourself into one of those entrepreneurs that can make any business successful. I think they had put up a quote saying something along, and I'm paraphrasing, like um, they're entrepreneurs with the best ideas that still couldn't make a business with even with the best idea still couldn't make a business prosper but then you have an entrepreneur with a media a mediocre um idea and they can because it's the entrepreneur and not the business itself the entrepreneur the right entrepreneur can make that business successful even with a mediocre idea all right so here's the five things that i took notes on and takeaways from number one was playing the long game meaning perseverance is the key a lot of people start something and if they don't see things going like they thought it would and especially in the early stages you start to kind of give up and like oh this ain't working and you kind of leave it alone after that all right and i'm just leaving like leave it at that 
Number two is being passionate about what you do. So a lot of times, going back to number one, playing the long game and perseverance is the key. It could kind of be a correlation between one and two. If you're not a pat, if you're not passionate about the business you're trying to start, you're not going to play the long game anyway. You're gonna you're gonna fold the, the moment you don't see things going your way, or things being successful or expanding, because you wasn't really passionate about it anyway. You didn't have um something inside that really wants to keep going so you still keep developing stuff just like i was mentioning about what jeff bezos was saying about experimenting with things if you're passionate about it you're gonna keep experimenting with ways to promote whatever you're doing um trying new techniques trying new styles or whatever you're looking at different technologies different apps different websites that can help you grow and expand your business you got to have a if you have a passion for it you're going to be doing those things anyway right and number three which is something um that i always think about a lot or have thought about a lot is being a continuous learner a lot of people just want to get to a certain point through school and then they done and entrepreneurs got to be continuous learners all right the more you learn the better you are at the better you are at what you do the moment you stop learning is the moment you start failing. All right. So be a continuous learner. Continue learning about new strategies on how to promote. Come up and create different things because I also I did in some video in the past. Um, you can even learn by discovery. You can be doing things and just by accident you might come up and stumble across something, discover something like, oh, and then you learn something from that. All right. You might put something out and discover some information. Oh, a lot of people like this or a lot of people really wanting to contact me now because you discover something through that discovery. You can learn something through discovery. All right. So number four is the willingness to fail. All right. The willingness to fail. You got to take risk. The more you take the, the chances you have of getting ahead, the more risk you take the better or the more chances you have of getting ahead. All right. So I thought that was pretty insightful as well. So don't get bent out of shape if you fail. And of course that goes back to the, the, the being passionate and persevering, playing the long game. You're not trying to go into business for some people might, I don't know. I could be wrong. Some people want to be in business just for a couple of years. And if they ain't make it in the first six months, then they're kind of, they spazzed out and they done. That might be due to because you wasn't passionate about it or you wasn't really into it like that anyway, right? So the willingness to fail. You got to take risk. The more risk you take, the better, uh, the more chances you have of getting ahead, all right? And then lastly, which is more self-explanatory, you just got to have the ability to adapt, all right, when it comes to entrepreneurship, the ability to adapt to situations, to circumstances, to way things um, are going. Situations change based on different things. And um, the video I did, I think maybe before this one, what I did there, or maybe two videos ago, what I did, what if, um, when and then, and what can I do, that explains that how to deal with situations when they have to change and you have to adapt to those situations. All right. So keep those five things in mind. Again, number one, playing the long game. Perseverance is the key. Being passionate about what you do. Continuous learning. The more you learn, the better you are at what you do. The moment you stop learning is the moment you start failing. Have a willingness to fail. You got to take some type of risk. You got to risk something. It doesn't have to be a big risk. It's just it could just be a risk just to try something. Not that it's even gonna do something bad to you or not. Some people don't even want to take some people I'll just use podcasting again as an example. A lot of people want to do a podcast, but they won't even start a podcast. Just the risk of taking the starting a podcast. You're not gonna get hurt one way or the other. You gotta take some type of risk. And I I even put risk as just take the steps, take the move, make the move. All right, you just gotta you gotta do something. You know what I'm saying? And then um, lastly, the ability to adapt. All right, sometimes you gotta think ahead and think of things that could happen. 
that could um, be a detriment to your company. And then once you kind of come up with those different scenarios that could happen, start thinking of ways to make to make it to make those those worst case scenario things find ways to lessen that or to stop it at all cost. Like um, again, I go back to the couple of videos ago that I made. I had my cousin on, or she was she was watching me on it, and um, I mentioned something about um, you know uh, her hairstyle because she does hair. And I said, well, what if somebody comes up with a new? Now she was getting all this business beforehand. I just using it as a, a scenario. You get a lot of business, and a lot of people come to you because you you do the good hairstyles, you do the weaves, the the lace fronts, the wigs, whatever. And <laughs> and then all of a sudden somebody else busts out with a new style on you, and then all of a sudden all those customers that were coming to you now they go into them, and so you need to think ahead and think well what if this were to actually happen? How can what can I do to make sure I maintain and retain my customers? Do I need to learn that style too so I can be in on it at the beginning instead of? sweating the fact that they have somebody has this new style out and you just sitting there just being mad like man look at my customers they gone man because this girl over here she got this new style or this new wig or this new lace front <laughs> and now the moment my customers were going instead of having that mindset say you know what let me make sure to avoid from that happening let me make sure every now and then i start going on social media and looking at other people's hairstyles or people that's doing hair, let me see what they doing every now and then. Maybe they'll start, maybe somebody I'll look at on a video might start a new hairstyle and I need to get up on it and be like, they, they might come up with the hairstyle and then I can learn how to do it too. So I can, so when the customers say, Hey girl, do you, do you do this? Do you do that? And you, then you can do, then you can say, well, yeah, I do that. I do that hairstyle. And that way you keep having your customers. And then it begins, it becomes a thing where, if this person that does the hairstyle or found out about it or created a new hairstyle and a lot of customers that she's too busy, then you can get a lot of um, work yourself because now they're like, well, she's been, she's too much booked up and I ain't got time to wait. And they'll find out that you're doing it. Then you get more customers. So that's, that's another thing about having the ability to adapt to situations and having the ability to adapt as in a general sense not just with business, it's in life, is a good mindset to have anyway. Adapt and improvise and overcome situations, all right? That's a good mindset to have, period, regardless of what it, what's going on in your life. Running a business, you, um, you're a mayor of a city, um, you, run a, you run a little town, you run a business, you're a president, you're a governor, having that mindset of adapting, improvising, and then overcoming that situation that's a good mindset to have, period. Personal, business, or otherwise. Alright? So, that is it, man. I appreciate it. Once again, I thank you guys for coming in and checking out Thoughts of the Week podcast. And um, I hope the information that I presented to y'all will help you out. Especially um, all of it. Not just especially one over the other. All of it. The um, information about creative ways to get more money to pay your rent if you're short on rent. I have rent money. I read that article. Then I talked about the uh, Jeff Bezos uh, documentary called Amazon Empire, the rise and reign of Jeff Bezos, and then some takeaways from another video that I thought would be um, pretty beneficial towards entrepreneurship. All right. So with that being said, again, what's up to Africa? What's up to France, Spain, Germany? You're definitely rocking with the best. Thoughts of the Week podcast. I appreciate you guys for watching and listening as well. For those who listen to the podcast, I'm on a whole bunch of um, podcast platforms. Off the top of my head, let me think. Um, you can hear me. You can listen to me on Himalaya, Breaker, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Google Play Music, Radio Public, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Anchor. Um, I can't remember the other ones. I'm on at least between 13 that I know of um, the podcast app is another one you can actually um, go, go to Google and type in the podcast app and just get that app you can hear my podcast it's free you don't have to sign up or do nothing you just download that app and just type in thoughts of the week podcast and my podcast will show up 
for those who just want to listen to it. All right, so I'm on a bunch. Like I said, I'm on a bunch of that. I the ones I know of is about between 13 and 14 different podcast platforms. You can also catch me on YouTube as well, Facebook, and to listen to or watch the podcast anyway. And um, yeah, so if you want to check me out, check me out. You know what I'm saying? With that being said, though, I appreciate you guys again. We did it. One more podcast in. And the next one, I might, I know I said I mentioned earlier um, about the Robin Hood. I mentioned a video. I don't know if it was a podcast before or a video I was doing. I was mentioning that um, I might, you know, go on live and kind of go over some stocks to see where they're at. Just kind of randomly, randomly go over different stocks and um, just see what the prices are, man. Because uh, there's been a lot of talk about that. So that might be the next podcast. Who knows? I might do a, I might do 67 today or in a couple of days. Just see how I feel about it. But again, thank you guys for coming in, checking in. Yes, indeed, you are rocking with the best thoughts of the week podcast. I'm out, gone, one love.